you today. Uh, that was just an excellent time of worship, wasn't it? I just um, so thankful for Carly and and our leadership team, worship team. Um, thank you for those of you, um, our technical associates there in the back who are making sure everything works together well. Appreciate that. Uh, the acoustics are a little different in the room today, right? Yeah. For those of you who may not have been with us for a few weeks, um, we normally don't have concrete floors. Um, for those of you who've been watching online and you haven't seen yet, we're, we're working through some things as a part of Hurricane Ida, but that's okay. Um, you know, obstacles come your way and obstacles can become your opportunity to overcome great challenges if you let them. Um, you may face boundaries in your life, um, barriers that happen, but if you will use those barriers and look for God's blessing in the midst of that, you can overcome great difficulty in those too. And today I want to talk to you about how to continue to do that. We're in this series called All In, All In. We're going to go back to Luke chapter 8. And I know already you're going, wait, we talked about that one last week. And you keep going to these storm passages. Pastor, come on, you got to finish up on the storms, right? Um, we're going to at least get one more out of it, right? So Luke chapter 8, I want you to get your Bibles and turn to Luke chapter 8. We're going to go right back to verse 22. And we're going to add one verse this week. Because there was something I, I wanted to hit last week but just didn't have the time. And, and so in this series, I think there are some things that are very important for us to know as we go all in on Jesus and all in on our faith, and quite frankly, today we're going to talk about um, who you go all in with. You see, obstacles, challenges, difficulties will come. Um, we face this hurricane. We're, we're working through our recovery process. Um, we're in the midst of trying to help other people in their recovery process. Um, it's a challenge. And I want to say thank you, especially to those of you online who are at a distance and, and you continue to tune in, be faithful. You're praying for us. You continue to give generously. Thank you for that. And we appreciate your prayers and your constant encouragement because these days are challenging for us here in the New Orleans region and beyond. So um, we want to say thank you to that. Um, for all of us today, both in the room and online, the reality is when those moments come where you face difficulty and challenge, here's the natural tendency. The natural tendency when you go through a difficulty is to turn inward. It's the natural tendency. For people, when you go through a challenge, whatever it is, um, and, and whatever that difficulty may look like, it, it can be um, a discouraging season of life, relationship, financial, job, um, stress, pressure, and the tendency for humanity when you face a difficulty, when I face a difficulty, when we face a difficulty, is to turn inward. And there are reasons for that. Um, sometimes in, in our pure, at least we think, motives, uh, we don't want to bother anybody with our problems. Have you ever said that? I just don't want to bother anybody. It's not big. Somebody else has more problems, and so there's that. Um, sometimes we're embarrassed. When we go through a difficulty or a challenge or something in our life, um, we get embarrassed by that. So we don't want to talk about it, uh, and we turn inward. Um, sometimes we just don't know where to turn. You don't know who to turn to, where to turn, who to ask for help. And so you feel really isolated. You feel really alone. And, and as people, that is the natural tendency. When difficulties come, when storms come our way, when challenges come our way, the most natural tendency of humanity is to isolate is to deal with it on our own self, in our own strength. 
Um, but one of the things that stands out in every story that we've looked at, and I kind of was saving it for this moment because I think it's important for us to see today, and God in his providence would, would allow us to see this in the midst of our own challenges and our own circumstances with Hurricane Ida and other things. Who you're in the boat with matters. Every time, who you're in the boat with. Now, we've talked about Jesus being in the boat, and that makes us feel really good. Jesus is always in the boat. And by the way, Jesus is always the one who helps us. He is the one who will always come through. Um, But there's this reality. Every recording of every storm and every moment that the disciples went through, they were together. And today's message I call Together because I want to talk to you about what it means to be together and how do you go all in with the people that God has sovereignly placed in your life for the moments that are perhaps your most difficult moments and challenging moments. And we're going to look at Luke chapter 8 again, verse 22, and I'm just going to add verse 26 today. The Bible says this, now on one of those days, remember last week we talked about one of those days, and we all have one of those days, right? And yet, on one of those days, as Jesus and his disciples got into the boat, he said to them, let us go over to the other side of the lake. Now, look at this. So, they launched out. But as they were sailing along, he fell asleep. And a fierce gale of wind descended on the lake. Look at this. And they began to be swamped and to be in danger. They came to Jesus and woke him up, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he got up and rebuked the wind and the surging waves, and they stopped, and it became calm. And he said to them, Where is your faith? They were fearful and amazed, saying to one another, Who then is this that he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him? Then they sailed to the country of the Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. What's interesting about every one of these stories is they never happen in isolation. Did you ever notice that? I mean, we look at the miracle moments. We look at the breakthrough moments where Jesus walks on water. Man, that's awesome. We look at the miracle moments where Jesus calms the storm. Wow, man, Jesus, you're the son of God. Even that one in Matthew chapter 14, Peter, you are walking on water. But none of that was done in isolation. Not one single time. When you go and you look at every one of these challenging moments where the people of God, the followers of Jesus, were facing something, it wasn't just a personal problem. And so many times in life when you face the challenges, the storms that come your way, whatever they look like, uh, we want to make it a personal issue. We want to isolate, right? Um, we want to God, get all stressed and, and worried. And, and, and then we start, if we're not careful, blaming other people, right? Well, if you had been on the oars here, or if you had been on the rudder here, or uh, if you had watched the weather forecast, we start blaming. And blaming is one of those tools of the devil to get us to do what? To isolate in a different way. To start saying, well, you weren't there for me, or you didn't come through on this behalf. And we start blaming, and blaming creates more isolation, and isolation creates more loneliness. And the greatest miracles in this moment, when you look at this story as it's covered in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, They never happened in isolation. They happened with people that were together in the boat with Jesus and together with one another. 
Here's a life lesson to take away. If you're writing notes today, I want you to write this down because I think this is very helpful. Life is a whole lot better when you have the right people in the boat with you. Isn't that good? Life is just a whole lot better when you have the right people in the boat with you. Now that implies the reality that sometimes in life we have the wrong people in the boat with us. And we may not know that, and we may not see that, and we have to make adjustments when that happens, and those adjustments can be very difficult and hard. But when you have the right people in the boat with you, that are willing to go through the storms with you, that are willing to stay in the boat with you, that are willing to be a part of whatever it is that you're going through because they're there with you, the right people in the boat make life a whole lot better. I mentioned last week one of our dear couples here in the church who weathered some storms and they came out together. They didn't come out isolated. They didn't come out separate. Um, you can go to our website. You'll see their story. There's an amazing story. But it's an example of a family saying we are going all in together. Isolation is what tears people apart. It tears relationships apart. It tears us apart from the inside out. But being together with the right people in your life, the right people in the boat with you, it makes life a whole lot better. Take, for example, the circumstances that we're facing right now. We have this hurricane. Well, if we all isolated in this moment, well, it would be hard to solve our own problems personally, much less some of the problems that maybe we are tackling together corporately as a church, as a body of Christ. And what I've seen in the latest days and weeks is that there are some people who really feel alone. They really feel alone after the storm. They really feel like, gosh, when's help going to come? How am I going to be able to do this? And what I've discovered is the greatest thing that they need at times is not just a tarp on their roof, but somebody standing behind them saying, look, we're praying, we're trying, we're helping. Gosh, want to fix it. And they're like, thank you for that. That means because they're not alone. Being together when you go through storms is important. It makes life a whole lot better. When I look at this story, I think there are some things that we can learn from the disciples that are really applicable for you and I today. Here's the first thing. When I think about being in the boat with the right people, when I think about being together with the right people, when you're going through storms, when you have to go all in, and you're all in with Jesus, but you're all in with the right people in your life, when you're all in the boat with the right people in your life, obstacles in your life are a lot smaller. If you think about it, when you are walking through a challenge, a difficulty, you have an obstacle that you have to overcome, and you have to overcome that on your own in isolation, that's very difficult. I, I don't know of very many people that can overcome those things well. It creates a lot of suffering, a lot of struggle, uh, a lot of mental anxiety, a lot of physical um, tiredness, because if you're battling something on your own, by yourself, you're using every resource and capacity that you have as a human being. And when you find that that's limited and perhaps not enough to overcome it, it will just beat you down. But when you're facing an obstacle, a challenge, something that comes your way, and you're facing that with someone who's by your side, with people who surround you, 
with people who genuinely love you, who want the best for your life, who continue to encourage you and support you in the midst of that, then that obstacle, you can overcome that because the right people are in the boat with you. And the obstacle all of a sudden is not as big as it was when you were facing it alone because you're no longer facing it alone. You're facing it together. There was a moment in this story where there wasn't a storm. And the disciples were still in the boat. They were in the boat with Jesus. There was a moment when the storm started to brew in the sea. And it grew, but that wasn't a moment that they panicked. They didn't immediately go from no panic to I'm panicking and we're going to die. No, there was a process there. If you've been out in the lake, perhaps here Pontchartrain, in the Gulf, um, there are days where you'll see the storm coming and you have a chance to get out of the way. If you don't, it's going to swamp you. Been out there, had that experience. It's a lot of fun, right? Recommend it. Yeah, it'll grow your faith. Um, but here's the reality. There's a moment where it begins to build and they think they can handle it. There's another moment where they realize they're going to drown. The boat is going to fill up with water, and they think they're going to die. But this is fascinating, and don't miss this. They still weren't alone in that moment. Jesus was in the boat. And they knew that they faced, perhaps, an obstacle that would take their life, something that would overwhelm them. But what did they do? They called on the one who was in the boat with them. So not only were they not alone, did they have one another and their resources, they had the resources of God in the boat with them, the power of Jesus in the boat with them. So ultimately, even though their faith was a little shallow in this moment, ultimately they survived because they were in the boat with the right person, and the right person in the boat was able to teach them that obstacle is not as big as you think it is. Now think about that. Because there are moments in life where an obstacle may seem big to you, but when you're with your group or when you're with your friends and the people that encourage you, it's not so big to them. But then sometimes it's overwhelming to everybody. Well, who else do you have in the boat? Because if it's just you and your crowd and your friends, well, maybe that's not enough. But the moment that you recognize Jesus is a part of your together, Jesus is a part of your all-in, Jesus is a part of your family, Jesus is a part of your support structure, Jesus is the one who can tackle any obstacle that comes your way, then you're really not alone. And the obstacle that you're facing becomes a lot smaller, not only because you have support of people, but you have the support of the Son of God who can overcome every obstacle. Obstacles, challenges, storms, they seem really big. They're really scary. They come at us in different ways, and they do want to cause us to retreat. They want to create within us fear. They want to cause us to shrink back. But when you face them with the right people in the boat in your life, the obstacles that you face become a whole lot smaller. They don't intimidate you as much. And especially when you know it's the Son of God, Jesus Christ, that's in the boat with you, whatever that obstacle is, you know he can overcome it. Doesn't matter what the name is. Doesn't matter what it is. Fill in the blank. You have him in the boat. And therefore, if he overcomes storms, he can overcome everything else. The obstacles are not as big as they would be if we fought it alone. Isn't that good? And the disciples learned this lesson. Here's the second thing that stands out. See, life's a whole lot better when you have the right people in the boat with you. And the second thing that stands out is when you are together with the right people in your life, victories are a whole lot sweeter. Obstacles are a whole lot smaller 
but the victory becomes a whole lot sweeter. When you overcome the obstacle, when you overcome the storm, when you overcome the challenge, and you did that with the right people in your life surrounding you in the boat, and especially, don't forget, the Son of God, Jesus, the one who saves our soul, but who saves our life. When he's in the boat and you overcome the storm, the victory of overcoming the storm is a whole lot sweeter when you have people around you that care about you, that are in the boat with you, that support you, than the victory would be if you were alone. I mean, think about it. You have a great accomplishment in your life, and you're really proud of that accomplishment, and, and you've achieved something that you really believe in that's important to you, and you have no one to share it with. Now, you do have the personal satisfaction of achieving whatever it is that achievement may be for you. But if no one's along with you on the journey, and there's no friends, and there's no someone there in the boat with you as a part of that, who are you going to tell about your victory? All right, now, you have the moral victory. You have the moral support, right? Look, look at what I accomplished. And I don't have to tell anybody about it, right? Well, there's only a certain amount of success and greatness that you will feel in isolation by overcoming that. But what's also the natural tendency when something good happens in your life? What do you want to do? You want to tell somebody. And when you tell somebody who's in the boat with you, what do they do when they're around you? Wow, that's awesome. Congratulations. That's so awesome. And then what happens after that? They tell somebody else, I heard about that promotion. I heard about you accomplishing it. Man, I heard you overcame this difficulty. That's a miracle. And you have all of these people around that start validating something good in your life. What does it do for you? It makes the victory of whatever it is that you overcame a whole lot sweeter than if you just had it on your own. I mean, think about it if you've ever had a moment where you've had people praying for you through a difficult season of life, and they're encouraging you, and you actually got stronger, you actually got better, you actually overcame that. Think about all the people that are there present in your life, in the boat with you, together with you, and with Jesus, the Son of God who has all the power to overcome every obstacle. When they are there with you and you overcome, think about the great celebration that goes on, the great victory. See that? That accomplishment, that achievement, that victory in your life is a whole lot sweeter when you have the right people in the boat with you. Now, you know, many of you know, like, I, I love the outdoors, so I'm an outdoorsman. I love fishing. I love hunting. It's just part of my culture and my heritage and, and part of the way I was raised. I, I have stories in my life of where I achieved something that was personal, right? A, a hunt that I grueled it out and accomplished it, right? Or a, a fishing trip where I did this. But all of those stories, they're most meaningful because I had someone there that meant something to me or someone there that was with me in the process. I mean, I can remember just a, a few years ago, a few years ago, um, my uh, oldest daughter and I and my uh, youngest son were on a hunting trip with my father. Um, and we went on this hunting trip, and this huge, giant buck comes out. Uh, and, and my daughter, man, she just, she's like the perfect dead shot. I mean, like, she's, she's I don't know, she's better than her dad, right? And she just puts the hammer down and, and takes this giant, giant buck. I mean, it's probably bigger than any one that I've ever taken. And I, I was like, golly, man. And everybody's like, how did she do that? I'm like, she's amazing. She has red hair. What do you expect, right? 
just the way she is. And but in that moment, what, what made that so special is that it wasn't just all the prep work that I had put in as a dad and all the, the time that I had done to invest in, in discovering the right place and location, all that. What made it so special was not just all that I had done. What made it special was that we were together. Now, I've had those moments on my own, right? But there's something about sharing victories with people in your life. And when you have the right people in the boat with you and you accomplish something great, it makes the victory a whole lot sweeter. When you have the right people in your life, life's a whole lot better. Why? Because the obstacles, they get a whole lot smaller and the victories are a whole lot sweeter. The victory of the disciples overcoming this storm was something they all knew. It wasn't something just one of them knew or two of them knew. All of the disciples knew that they had overcome this together and therefore they all had something to celebrate and be proud of and be happy of. And that's the reality of being in the boat with the right people in your life because the right people in your life are going to help those moments where victories happen become a whole lot sweeter. Here's the third thing that stands out from the story today. When I look at this um, moment in the life of Jesus and the disciples, I see that obstacles are a whole lot smart, smaller, victories are a whole lot sweeter, and adventures are a whole lot better. Adventures are a whole lot better. Do you realize that life is an adventure? I mean, we really don't know what it's going to look like tomorrow. We really don't. I mean, we did not know when we planned all in and we were planning to take care of all of our house and our campus that we would have a storm that would rearrange it and remodel it for us again, right? We didn't know that. You don't know. But the adventure along the way is a whole lot better when you're in the boat with the right people. You're on a journey together. The disciples had to get in the boat. You never get anywhere in life if you don't get in the boat. You never see the great parts of God's adventure if you don't get in the boat. And if you don't get in the boat with the right people in your life that are going to encourage you along your journey. Because it's a journey. And that journey has adventure. I mean, I can relate to this story because it's one thing to be sailing in the calm. It's another thing to have that storm blow up. And storms blow up in life. They come. And when that storm blows up, there's a choice. We're going to die or we're going to go to God. And we're going to ask God to help us. We're going to ask Jesus to redeem us, to save us. We're either going to give up on the adventure or we're going to ask Jesus in the midst of the adventure to make this adventure great. We're going to ask him to do something that we will never forget. Have you ever had one of those moments where God came through for you and you never forgot it? That's a part of the adventure. That's a part of the beauty of the journey of being in the boat with Jesus and in the boat with the right people around you. Because the right people around you want you to have the greatest journey and the greatest adventure. And the adventures that you go on with the right people and with the Lord in your life are going to produce some of the greatest stories and greatest moments of victory that anybody will ever imagine. Think about it. Your victories in life are a part of an adventure that you went through. 
And those make the greatest stories. They're a whole lot better than it just sitting at home looking at your phone. They're a whole lot better than just getting lost in your TV. And I'm grateful for those of you who are watching today by some type of device. But there is a whole life and adventure to be lived with Christ and with the people in your life that are the right kind of people to get you through the storms of life from point A to point B. And in that, you get to tell this great story of the adventure that you went on with Jesus, how God brought you from this point through the midst of this and to this point. And when you have that kind of adventure, what do you do? You kind of expect that it's going to happen again. When God comes through for you in one way, then all of a sudden you begin to think he's going to come through for me in another way. I've seen him faithful here. I know that was him. So guess what? I can call on him again and he will come through again for me in another circumstance. Jesus is always in the boat with you if you ask him to be. The right people in the boat with you, they will go on that journey with you, that adventure with you. And it's a whole lot better. I mean, I'm sure at some point in time, the disciples will say, hey, wasn't that you that said we were perishing? No, it wasn't me, man. I, I, no, I knew we had this. No, that was you. You were crying. I saw you, right? But it was a part of the adventure that they went through together. And they all, they all got to look back together at the great victory and adventure that they went on with Jesus. They would never forget it. And that would do the last thing for them. The fourth and final thing that I think is ultimately what Jesus teaches every story, every time. Mark 4, Mark 6, Matthew chapter 14, and like we're reading today, Luke chapter 8. The whole goal of the obstacles being smaller, of victories being sweeter, of the adventures being better is so that ultimately when you have the right people in your life in the boat with you together with you and with the Lord your faith just gets a whole lot stronger your faith is a whole lot stronger when you go through the storms when you walk past the obstacles when you experience the victories, when you've gone on the journey and had the adventure, your faith is a lot stronger when you've grown together with the people of God in the boat with Christ. You see, when I look at this story, what does Jesus say every time? Where was your faith? Where was your faith? Where was your faith? You have a little faith. But I'm reminded specifically of Matthew chapter 14. Now we've read this from the different angles, right, of the Gospels, and we've looked at it, and we think about our own storms, but when you go back to Matthew chapter 14, who's the hero of the story? I mean, ultimately, he's the failure, but then he becomes the hero, right? I mean, it's like you have Simon Peter, right? And all of a sudden, he's doing this deal. He's walking on water. Jesus, if that's you, same story, Matthew chapter 14. Jesus, if that's you, tell me to walk on water. And Peter does something I've never done. Tried it. Didn't work out really well, but he did something I've never done. Maybe you should try it. It'd be fun for you to see. Step out of the boat, right? Now, it doesn't work like that for us, right, in that regard. That was his special miracle for that day. 
And then he takes his eyes off of Jesus, and what does he do? He sinks, right? And then he thinks he's going to die. And Jesus reaches down, snatches him, pulls him up, puts him in the boat, calms the storm, and says, Oh, ye of little faith, where's your faith? But Simon Peter did not stay that way. Nor did all of the disciples. See, this was a learning moment. The storm was a learning moment. The victory was a learning moment. The adventure was a learning moment. The obstacle was a learning moment. The victory was a learning moment. And all of those moments added up to do what for every single one of them? And it will do the same for you and for me and for us. What does it do? When you have the right people in the boat with you in life and you walk through all of those adventures, what does it do for your faith? It causes your faith in Jesus to grow. You get a whole lot stronger in your faith because you've walked through something with Jesus and with the right people in your life. And all of a sudden, the next one that comes your way, you're like, oh, well, we made it through that one. I think we can make it through this one. And you do. And not just because you got the internal fortitude. No, remember, what do we normally do when challenges come? We isolate, we run, we get fear. You even see that in these stories. But when you're together with the right people and you're together with Christ, okay, God brought me through that. Guess what? He's going to bring me through this one, Jesus. Bring me through this one. And the next challenge comes and the next adventure comes. And you know, you know what? I've got this one too. This one came my way, but I got through that. And this one came my way and I got through that. So guess what? Jesus, I need your help right now. You can bring me through this. And all of these moments are all about strengthening your faith. So you take this moment and you play it out in the, all of the Gospels. And you go and you look at the disciples. Along the way, what was Jesus doing for them? It's the same thing he's doing for you. What was he doing? He was growing their faith. Their faith in him, in who he was, in what he could do. And ultimately, he built that all the way to the cross for them. And then they run away again, right? But then afterwards, they go, wait, he's alive. He's not a dead savior. He's alive. He's still in this with us. He's still right here with us. We have one another. And what do you see? You see these disciples become the kind of people that are not afraid in the face of danger. They're not afraid in the face of governments. They're not afraid in the face of what people think about them. They're not afraid in the face of pandemics. They're not afraid in the face of any financial challenge that would come their way. You go and you look, and where did that begin? In the boat. With who? With one another and with Jesus. And if you get in the boat with the right people in your life, life is not only a whole lot better because you get to overcome these obstacles. They're a little smaller, right? You get to have these victories. They're a lot sweeter, right? Um, you get to have these adventures, right, that are just a lot better, but your faith becomes a whole lot stronger. Then, together with the right people in your life, you're able to stand. You become more of who God created you to be, less of who you were when you doubted, when you didn't have faith, when you struggled, when you were sinking. And you begin to rise up. You begin to move through the storms of life without fear. Why? Because you know who's in the boat. And you know that you're all in with Jesus and with the right people in your life around you.
Isn't that good? That's why God never designed us to live alone. That's why God designed us as his body to know together in the boat that Jesus is with us. And it's much better to be in the boat with him, but also with the right people in your life. And perhaps today, maybe you are dealing with that sense of loneliness or struggle. But you don't have to be that way. You can begin not only to pray, but there are probably people, Christian people, who are genuine and authentic that you could reach out to. And they stand beside you so that you can experience a growth in your faith. And each adventure, each victory, each obstacle will cause you to grow a little bit more. Let's pray together this morning. Father, I thank you for every person today, those online and those in the room. And Lord, I I know that the human tendency, and even in our culture today, it's acceptable to isolate, to hide behind a handle or a screen name or an email, to be socially connected digitally but personally disconnected from real people. I know that this world breeds loneliness and divisiveness and pain. Jesus, we need you. And we need those around us who love you and who will stand with us in the boat. God, I pray for everyone today that they would begin to recognize the people in their lives. Perhaps it's siblings, parents, grandparents, friends who are authentic in their faith and in their concern for the best for each and every one today. I pray that they will begin to recognize those people, genuinely love them, love the Lord, and desire the best for them. And through that, Lord, I pray that you will help each and every one of us to face the obstacles and realize they're not as big as they seem because we have people that are with us and we have you, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you will bring victories, even in this current season of life, to each and every one of us. And they will be sweet because of Jesus, you're with us, and those around us who are praying for us, supporting us, and encouraging us. God, I thank you for the adventures that you bring to grow our faith. And that is our prayer today. Would you grow our faith in you so that we may be the kind of people that not only walk on the waves, but that experience the fullness of what it means to trust you, to be all in with you. God, I thank you for this day. And I thank you for your son, who ultimately is the one who walks on water, who calms the storms who controls the seas, and he is our Savior. His name is Jesus, in his name I pray. Amen. Today, if you've never taken that step of faith to trust Jesus, to ask him, Jesus, get in the boat, <laughs> then I want to encourage you to do that. It's, it's simple by saying, Jesus, I've done it my way. Um, I've tried it my way. I've tried to be the master of my own sea, and it just doesn't work. Jesus, I want you to get in the boat, and I want to surrender my heart to you. If you've never done that, then I give you this encouragement. Don't wait. (laughs) Don't wait till you're in the midst of that storm to call out to Jesus. I mean, he'll be there, but why wait? 
Let your faith in him continue to grow and ask him to enter your heart even now for those of you who are online and for those of you here in the room. Our staff is here to talk with you. If that's the next step of faith that you need, we want to encourage you to do that. Thank you for being faithful in your giving during these days. Many have not been able to because the storm has impacted them and their jobs. But many of you, you have. You've said, I'm going to stand in the gap, and you've done that. So thank you for doing that, and thank you for continuing to be faithful in your giving. Thank you for continuing to be in the boat. Because in the boat, we will overcome all of this together. God bless you all. And as we close today, why don't we stand together and let's sing one anthem of faith to celebrate being together in the boat with Jesus.